You're listening to the Know the Cause podcast with Doug Kaufman. Visit us online at knowthecause.com and join the conversation at facebook.com slash knowthecause. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Know the Cause podcast. My name is Kyle Drew, sitting in for Doug Kaufman. Happy that you joined us today, and I am privileged to be sitting here with Dr. Heidi Yanadi. Well, it's great to be here. I'm so glad you're here, and we had so much fun today. Uh, you taped some shows with Doug, um, Dr. Fogel did, Dr. Smith's doing it right now, and uh, we said, hey, can we pull you over, and let's just do a little chit-chatting, and we've had some fun conversations. We, you and I just taped a little segment ourselves about spices. And we were talking about curcumin and black seed oil and saffron. And for people who haven't caught the show, go to knowthecause.com. You can watch all the archives of all the shows and you'll find it. But in case somebody wants to hear about it right now, can we talk a little saffron? Of course. What, uh, I, uh, f several years ago, I began reading about the power of saffron as a supplement, as a nutrient, as a nutritive. And so I ran to the store and I said, I'm gonna buy saffron. And saffron, I never had used it in any cooking and it, these little red threads and like five little red threads were $25. It was just outrageous. And I thought, I'm never gonna get the benefits from this. And so, uh, well, finally, uh, somebody came up with a supplemental form of saffron and guess who it is, life extension. Not shocking at all. <laughs> Why would people be interested in saffron? Saffron's really important for your mood. It supports in your brain a neurotransmitter known as serotonin oh, yeah. that gives us that feel-good feeling, that healthy mood. So it can make a huge difference in your life if you have the correct supply of serotonin. I love the feel-good stuff. I, I, I love uh, one, of the, one of the cool products that came out of, um, within the past few years, magnesium threonate. Whoa, I feel that one. I love waking up and taking a few things that just get the neurotransmitters firing, get the brain going, yes. and really start getting it to where, because doing what we do here, we have to talk a lot. And if you're sluggish and you can't find the words, it's hard. But MAG3 innate is big league. It's different than other forms of magnesium, isn't it? Yeah, it's bound to a carrier that helps you get to the brain. Because magnesium honestly can be used all over your body. Yep. If it's that brain support you're looking for, that mental sharpness, we bind it to that carrier so that it can cross into the brain and get that support. Your neurons need it to communicate. So you're supporting that. I feel it. I mean, I, I, I take two or three capsules at a time. I mean, I really love the way it makes me feel. You're honestly not the first person to report that to No me. kidding. Because you know I talk to the customers on the phone every day. That's my job at Life When Extension. people call, you may be the one they talk yeah, to. Yeah, I may be. <laughs> That's fantastic. And, and people are telling you that they're getting good results from I this? I get positive feedback on Neuromag all the time. Yep. I am someone who likes to experiment with a lot of different things. I mean, it's kind of part of my job is I experiment with things and I comment about it on Know the Cause or my own radio show. And when I come across a product that you can feel, because as you know, having been in practice yourself, when somebody is brand new to natural health, so oftentimes we give them things that are really good for them, but yet they don't feel anything. Yeah. 
I love giving them what I call the sexy nutrients. I love starting them off with something that they feel pretty quickly or it relieves a certain problem quickly and that just snowballs into becoming huge fans of natural health. Is that kind of where you exactly, have been? Exactly. Because if people are starting out, they don't know all the biochemistry, the things they want to address. Some people that I speak to, they may not have had a blood test in years, seen a doctor. Yep. They know they're feeling okay, so why should they do any of this? So when you get down to it, and well, I'm feeling okay, but maybe I don't sleep as well as I should. Mm. That's a common issue. Oof. Maybe I'm a little more stressed out than I should be, and I feel the effects of that. These things you can address with nutrients once you take them. Bang, then you feel that difference. This is what I should have been feeling all along. It's so funny because so many people have never, <clears throat> how, about, uh, how about I say it this way? So many people have felt badly for so long that they believe that is normal. That is their new normal, but it's not new because they've been that way maybe for decades. Yes. And they say, well, that's what it's like when you get over 30. That's what it's like whenever you're a this or a that or a, and the fact is, is that, well, you're eating the standard American diet, uh, your exercise is walking to the mailbox and back, and you never get sleep, and you're always stressed, and you're not supporting your body with the nutrition that it needs to be optimized. And Dr. Fogel and I talked about hormones. That's a huge one. Huge. And when people just get in their body the things that they need, I think it's fantastic. Now, you piqued my interest <laughs> before we started recording, and you said, and you know, there's so many cool things about uh, neurotransmitter balance. We've got to talk about that. So first talk, what, what are neurotransmitters? So these are naturally occurring chemicals in our brain to keep everything running smoothly. Right. What happens is, like a lot of other things with the American lifestyle, they become out of balance. Mm. We think of hormones or something that should be balanced, but so should neurotransmitters. That's true. Nobody talks about mm -hmm. that. You're right. And what happens is that there's neurotransmitters that are excitatory, get our brain going, mm -hmm. and rev things up, and then there are neurotransmitters that are inhibitory, calm things down. Mm -hmm. Like GABA would be an inhibitory. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And the brain being the master control center, anything that goes on there, balance or imbalance, is going to affect the rest of the body. Oh. So in today's world, what we get, what's very common, is an imbalance towards the excitatory, where on the go all the time, stress, stress, no sleep, keep going. So that's what, if you've ever heard of that term, excitotoxicity, yeah. that's what that means. Too many excitatory neurotransmitters, not enough of the calming ones. Oof. So you can affect that balance by taking in nutrients that bring back the balance towards the other side to level it out. I, like I said, I experiment. I went too heavy on the, trying to stimulate kind of the excitatory ones, you know, the acetylcholine, and, and there are some great, great supplements, and they're nutrients, and again, it's balance. Mm -hmm. But there was a time when I would take a lot of different things in the morning, again, to try to get me up, but the problem was not that I didn't have balance in the neurotransmitters, my problem was, I had adrenal fatigue, and so I had low cortisol in the morning, and it was hard for me to wake up, and I felt like I needed a bunch of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Turns out I was probably making the problem worse. But if a person, let's say they get tested, and they find out, you can do actual testing for neurotransmitters, can't That's you? That's the tricky part. I was wondering about that. Because they're not well tested in the blood. What goes on in your brain okay. doesn't necessarily show up in the blood. You can test serotonin in the blood, but it's not reflective of the brain levels. Okay. So there are are some labs out there that are kind of on the cutting edge yep. that do 
urinary neurotransmitter testing. What we're looking at are the metabolites, the end product of the breakdown of those brain neurotransmitters that you can test in the urine to see what the balance is like. What about, uh, there's a lot of people who are very, very interested in what's called nootropics, these uh, mm -hmm. brain nutrients. And I, again, I love that kind of stuff. And a lot of people are trying to get their MAO inhibition under control. Mm -hmm. Do, can, are you able to talk just a little bit about that? Uh, some, well, of the, some of the products people are taking, it doesn't la they don't last very long because of this MAO. Exactly. MAO is going to be something that breaks down certain neurotransmitters, particularly dopamine. And that one's also somewhat of a feel-good neurotransmitter, but is in very important to things like concentration and memory. Mm. So as we age, this happens to all of us, we get imbalances, too much of the MAO that breaks down the dopamine leaves us with not enough dopamine oh, to go around. I see. So it, so it breaks things down mm -hmm. before it's time. Exactly. And there are ways to not necessarily inhibit that, but kind of inhibit it so that it doesn't modulated, break things down. Modulated, it, yeah. thank you, that's the word I was mm -hmm. looking for. With, uh, with other neurotransmitters, I, I mentioned GABA. People who are not able to go to sleep at night and now they need to get some of these inhibitory, these, oh, these slow down neurotransmitters mm -hmm. balance. GABA is one of them, others that you can think of? Yes, well GABA is one of them, and there's different ways to support GABA. Here again, from listening to people's testimonials, GABA is a little hard to absorb and get to the brain. Some people do great with GABA supplements, feel the difference right away. Their body, for whatever reason, their personal physiology carries it to the brain and they feel the effect, helps them get to sleep or helps them be calmer. Other people don't feel an effect when they take GABA, so what we can do is have nutrients that give our body the raw material to make GABA. Okay, now see, that's smart. A classic one's theanine. That works oh. for a lot of people across the board, that amino acid. From green tea, mm -hmm. it's one of those that was a game changer for me a few years ago when I finally was deciding, you know, the stress, it's just too much. I feel it everywhere. And L-theanine was the first thing. A lot of people talked about phosphatidylserine, and I love it, it's great, but L-theanine was the one that really kicked it for me. And I, I have will to agree for myself. Is that right? You want a confession? Please. This was my first time doing a show with Doug. I was a little nervous. Guess what I took just before the show? A little bit of L-theanine. Did you really? Yes, I did. <laughs> That's a, see, and that shows you the difference because so many times, like I said, I, before I'm doing a show with Doug, I would get hyped up on a lot of different things. And now I just want to be smooth and cool and just relaxed. And L-theanine is the real deal. Now I do take the magnesium threonate mm -hmm. beforehand because I just I feel it in the brain so palpably. But I, I think that uh, L-theanine. Well, you did great today. <laughs> well, thank you. I describe it to most people. For me, if I use L-theanine, it just helps any stressors roll off more easily. It doesn't make me sleepy. Doesn't exactly. make me feel listless. It just makes me be much more easily able to deal with any stress that I'm There was feeling. some research that was done on L-theanine where they tested the brain waves mm -hmm. uh, of people under the influence, <laughs> under the influence of L-theanine, and it seemed that their brain waves were optimized to concentration, to relaxation. Uh, if somebody was, uh, for example, studying, that would be fantastic. Hard day at the office, or 
hard day coming into the studio <laughs> and doing a TV show. For, I had no idea this was your first time. You did great, by oh, the way. Thank you. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast and want to watch that, you'll need to go to knowthecause.com, unless you have the TV show in your area. But go to knowthecause.com, look in the archives, and find the show with uh, Dr. Heidi Yanati. You'll be surprised to know it was her very first time. Um, I want to ask you about uh, a couple of the things that you, and this is a big shift, okay. but it's going to something you and Doug were talking about, and that is beauty begins from within. This is the age, Dr. Yanati, of people doing things for their, the outer person that isn't reflective of how they're doing on the inside. And by the way, I mean that spiritually, emotionally, and actually physically. In every possible way, sometimes the inner person is, is neglected. You flipped that on its head today when you talked about beauty coming from within. Talk about that and why it's important to start on the inside. Okay, well, you know that if you have wrinkles and sagging skin, Botox and injections, things like that can help on the outside. Some even moisturizing products to a degree, yep. but it's not addressing the real problem. If you're showing signs of aging on the outside, it means that something's going on on the inside. Now, one of the things that leads to um, sagging skin, wrinkles, things like that, is the fact that we lose the structural proteins that actually make a scaffold and hold up our skin. Mm -hmm. As we get older, we have less and less of them. So you can actually take those into your body, take those very proteins in, allow your body to deliver it to your skin and support the structures, giving, you know, supporting the plumpness and all that fullness that you lost when you were young. You can deliver those proteins back in. Does that make sense to people when you're talking to them on the phone? Because I know a lot of people, they feel like the more direct approach is just to put something mm -hmm. on my skin on the outside. Is there some education that needs to be done for them? I think so. We have to understand that our skin is replenished all the time. Um, you'll talk about a turnover rate for skin cells. It's as fast as 10 to 30 days we constantly make new skin. So if we're manufacturing those skin cells all the time and we don't have the right ingredients, we're not going to manufacture healthy skin cells. I gotcha. But if we have the right ones, guess what? We're going to see a change. That makes perfect sense. You know, I heard you talking about that with Doug today. And yeah, you're always turning over skin the same way that you're always replacing blood cells. Mm -hmm. Everything in the body is replaced over a certain period of time. So if you are what you eat, that can be a disaster for a lot yes. of people, right? Yes. I mean, this is where you're getting all kinds of problems and wrinkles are probably the least of the worries. Not only that, with wrinkles, you're having a problem creating collagen in some cases, keeping that plumpness, that firmness, but also the antioxidants. You are just exposing yourself very often Bombarded. to so much antioxidant. I mean, oxidation. You're going to need antioxidants. What are some good sources of antioxidants? This might be brand new for some people who have never even heard that term. There's really a wide range of antioxidants that you can take. By far, if you're looking at food groups, the most antioxidant rich are going to be the really colorful fruits. The fruits, yeah. But there's even things like vitamin C is an antioxidant. The curcumin we talked about earlier is an yes. antioxidant. There's lots of different ways to get them into your body. And you know, I read a really interesting little statistic from a Life Extension article, an older yep. one that I was going over, that it's typical for your cell every day to be bombarded 10,000 different times by free radicals, 
That's what wow. antioxidants support, those the, uh, fight those free radicals. 10,000 times a day bombarded. Jeez. And your skin is gonna be the cells there, exposed to the outside world, the sun and everything else. They're gonna get the most bombardment. UV light, where do you come down on that? Because it's, to hear some people, you'd think that the sun was created for the purpose of giving us cancer. And to hear other people talk, you should never ever get out of the sun. Where do you land on that? That's a really tricky one. You really have to walk a tightrope when you yeah. talk about that. Because, because if I might say, you have red hair. And mm -hmm. a lot of red-haired people have a fair complexion and are easily burned. Are you? Yes, I am. Really? And I live in Las Vegas to boot, so I do have to be very okay. careful. There's plenty of sun all the time. So that's one important point is that you have to know your own body. Mm -hmm. Different skin tones have different concerns with how much UV light they can tolerate. Darker skin tones have some built-in protection. But in the same note, one of the reasons that we want to get out in the sun even if it's for a limited time, is so that we can synthesize vitamin D. Guess what? Me with my very fair complexion, I synthesize it much more quickly no than people with darker complexions. Yes. Wow, so, I didn't realize mm -hmm. that. So people of African descent, it might actually take them longer yes. to absorb and uh, create the vitamin mm -hmm. D through the skin. Wow, I had no idea. So it's walking that fine line. Enjoy the sun, you know, responsibly. Yep. But get it in a little bit, and. Take your vitamin D supplement from what you can't get from the sun without damaging your skin and yourself. See, I think that's huge, and I think, and I appreciate the fact that you're saying balance and and knowing yourself. I think we have been mindless for mm -hmm. an awfully long time in America, and and why wouldn't we be? Things have come easy to us: remote controls, microwaves, computers, and everything else, as well as a medical system that says, here, just swallow these pills. You go to the doctor with a problem, take this pill, it goes away. For example, a classic example, what's one of the most common medical problems to go to the doctor for? Blood sugar, diabetes. Oh, yeah. Take this medication, and if you need the medication, we are happy it's there to save your life, because yeah, diabetes oh, sure. can be life-threatening. But long before that, you can address your whole lifestyle, and you can address all these factors that would lead to healthier blood sugar. And frankly, it's all about taking responsibility for your own health. We are not taught that. People are ignorant of that. We're taught something's wrong. You go to the doctor and take the pill to fix it. Rather than you take care of yourself and support your own health with your lifestyle. My favorite uh, joke that Doug tells is the guy is hitting himself with a hammer and he has a headache and he keeps hitting himself with a hammer. Finally, he goes to the doctor and he's hitting himself with the hammer as the doctor walks in. He says, Doc, I've got the worst headache. The doctor says, here, take these pills. <laughs> so many times we need to stop hitting ourselves with the hammer. But not only that, we need to put in the things that maybe our diet hasn't ascended to yet. We're always trying to get mm -hmm. better with our diets, but let's say that we're at the very first rung of the ladder. We want to start and make sure the nutrients are right. Let's get in some super fruits. Let's get in some super spices. Let's deal with certain symptoms and deal with it from a nutritional perspective first. We're not the show that tells you don't go to your doctor. On the contrary, we tell you make sure that your doctor knows the kinds of things that we're talking about so that he or she can direct you in the right way. We appreciate what you do at Life Extension, by the way. We appreciate all of the, uh, the, the magazines, the big thick book, uh, that's the reference guide, that's my favorite book. My name's in that book as a contributor. It is. It is. Well, I <laughs> must have read it all this time and I never knew it because that is, mine is falling apart. I go through that uh, religiously and I have for a lot of years. 
And so I love what you guys are doing. This was super fun. Uh, let's do this again sometime, oh, okay? Oh, definitely. It was great to be here. It was Thank a lot you of fun. so much, Dr. Heidi Yanati of Life Extension. Make sure and go to lef.org to find out all things they're doing and go to knowthecause.com. Check out all of the archives of shows that we've done. You'll see Dr. Heidi as, as well as other folks from Life Extension. Make sure and like us on Facebook, go to YouTube and follow us there. And we will see you next time on Know the Cause. Thank you for listening to the Know the Cause podcast with Doug Kaufman. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to give us a five-star rating on iTunes or tell a friend. For more, visit us online at knowthecause.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knowthecause.